Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fountain Pen Stationery Season Two, Episode Thirteen, Version Number Two. <laughs> <laughs> version Number Two. Yes. Uh. Well, full disclaimer. This is one week late because my recording was screwed up. Um. Until everything was finished. And then I realized that there's some weird issue with the sample rate, along with the clipping, and it, it just everything that could possibly go wrong with the uh, audio frequency has gone wrong. And there is nothing I could do within like five, six hours of troubleshooting it could have brought back the audio into listenable level. So. Here we go. Re-recording the same thing. <laughs> we have an entire lost episode due to technical difficulties. So, yeah, um, if you if you want to hear the Collins's monologue, <laughs> we can upload it. <laughs> but you're not just, gonna just me talking into the void. Yes, yes, just Collins talking to Mr. Frank. That is no longer there. Well, that's no longer hearable. You know, I will say I am quite sad that that episode didn't work out because. Um, so in the previous episode, we talked about the Charizard uh, and Pikachu Pokemon pens, right? Correct. Well, yeah. I saved the pen to open on episode. So in the last episode, I w opened the box and I looked at the pen for the first time. But now I've already seen it and I've been using it for a week. So... Um, yeah, so yeah. part of the unboxing magic is lost in this episode. Yeah, regretfully. I mean, again, I we could upload me talking into the void, <laughs> but I don't know how much how good that actually is. I can keep it as a separate blog post that is <laughs> not uploaded to the podcast. If anyone wants to listen to it, sure, message us if you want to hear that. Although yes. I can't understand why you would. <laughs> Yes, email us if you want to hear that. All right. Anyway, so, um, well, since we're talking about the pen, let's let's restart the topic again. Hey, so, how do you like that pen? So, I've been using this pen now for one week, and it is a fantastic writing pen. Um, I am blown away by how good this charizard pokemon pen ended up being because you you go into this thinking that it's just some flash in the pants pen that is just there for the pokemon engraving and that's it right but it's from pilot and pilot is fantastic at making pens and so this pen which ended up becoming a medium nib by the way is one of the smoothest writing pens that i have <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Um, by the way, um, in case anyone uh, just jump in, um, we are talking about a Pokemon slash pilot collab that is available on Pokemon Center. Um, there's limited one of a hundred, limited out of a hundred for each kind, and I order one and Collins order one. Yes, and uh, I think they're still available. Yeah, they. I think they are just releasing in batches, so. And for yeah, for some reason, the interest on this one is rather low. I'm not sure why. Maybe the uh, the Venn diagram, the, the cross platform between Pokemon players and the uh, uh, 
higher price fountain pen is just not out there. But uh, at the same time, this is certainly um, a really nice pen to have because the this pen is based off of the uh, Pilot Sterling Silver series. The entire pen is Sterling mm -hmm. Silver with the Rodian nib. And uh, I call and say, for some reason, the website advertised the nib as fine. But to our understanding, every single person that received the pen got a media nib. Yep. Hey, <laughs> not complaining. I would have preferred it in a medium. So here yes, we go. I mean, I this is great. I would also prefer a medium because a uh, Japanese fine is a little bit too fine at times for uh, non-fountain pen friendly paper. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this 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 nib surprisingly it is. I I wouldn't call it flexible, but I would call no. it soft. Um, it it, yes. it does it does bounces a little bit, being a Rodian uh, Rodian fourteen K, and mm -hmm. um, overall it's just a really smooth writing nib. Yeah, it's surprising how good it is. I think it's because like I'm usually using like steel nib uh, 1.1 1. 1 stubs or um, just uh, like we'll talk about later about uh, Lamy 2000, but like this feels exceptionally, exceptionally smooth um, with no real sweet spot to think of. Yeah, this one, it, it just, it feels a really rounded workhorse nib, which I guess is what Pilot M4 when they grind the nib. Which is fine. Um, some people will argue it doesn't have much character to it, but I think this is... Uh, Sometimes you need, like, a really good, like... <laughs> no issue is at the, all, right? Impact. Right. Yeah. Like, like, this is the base gold standard of, like, this is what a medium nib should be like, and this is, this is literally it. Did you yeah. notice the issue I talked to you about regards to the uh, ink reservoir in the pen a little bit? ink reservoir what like, do you mean if you try to draw with this one you may run into the uh the feet not keeping up a little bit i haven't actually had much issue with it though i mean i wasn't really trying to test like, test that necessarily i was just writing normally with it Got i it. did notice that it was i did um get some ink bleeding out from the side of the nib and it like my entire right hand could turn blue um <laughs> I don't know. It might have just been user error. I um, where could it bleed from? It just bleed from the the right hand side of it. Ah, uh, the, the, the nib. The, okay. The nib and the 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 feed kind of come together. Got it. It just bled from there, but I mean, you know, that's what fountain pens do, right? Like they just. Sometimes, sometimes. we do the first fill. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, right. This one, the the pen is a. I'm not sure it's a. It's not hooded. It is a... No, it's not. I'm not sure how to call this shape. Do you even know what shape this is called? I, I don't, but I mean, it basically looks like a fingernail or like a giant fingernail. Yeah, and the special thing about this one is the, uh, the breathing holes are the one on the bottom. So the uh, refill, you can refill from almost the very bottom of the inkwell. It, it is one of the furthest to the... The closest to the nib feed holes i have ever seen in a pen works when you have a really low <laughs> ink level without having 
if you use a cartridge converter, oh, it does come with a converter, by the way, if anyone's wondering. Yeah. Yeah, the, the website doesn't show it, but I mean, yeah, of course, it doesn't really want to I show it. I mean, you're paying like, what, almost like 600 for a pen. It better come with a converter. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. Sometimes I got a feeling that the uh, the ones like the pilot, the, the sailor one may not come with even converter. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, like this, if nothing else, this has really cemented pilot to me as like, okay, you guys are really good. Pilot, like props to you guys. Um, like, it, it, like beyond just like the Pokemon stuff, right? Like if you take all of the Pokemon styling out of this pen, this honestly ends up being one of the most like well featured pens like I have. Um, yeah, like overall, the craftsmanship, the fit finish is really well. I mean, it's a pilot pen. It's a high-end pilot pen as well. So mm -hmm. the, I, the, all the machining work is done really well. And uh, the the artwork definitely line up as uh, mm -hmm. yep. my very yeah, strong so gripe. <laughs> if you are a person of not true clinical OCD, but like you have a tendency to like things to line up, well, the engraving of Charizard and also the Pikachu lines up perfectly with the with the nib. It's completely centered. Yeah, so you will you will see the image whenever you are holding your nib up in a traditional fashion. Mm-hmm. Which is great because I'll, I'll be completely honest right here, which hasn't happened last time we recorded. Uh, one of my custom water or from a uh, custom nib from a Redditor, I have officially destroyed that pen because I tried to match the uh, <laughs> cap and the body. Oh no! Yeah, uh, I grinded the uh, I grinded the cap a little bit too much, so oh no! Now it traps the nib unit whenever you close the pen too far. So yeah, that pen is yeah. officially done. <laughs> yeah that's what happens when the artwork doesn't let out for me or not even artwork on that pen that was just a pattern right like if it, especially if it's just a little bit off it's even worse if it's like horribly off maybe it's kind of okay but like if if you can just twist it just that extra millimeter man that, that's that's bothersome <laughs> yep um this actually happens on my the nakaya pen i have Mm -hmm. When I ordered the cigar shape, they actually did ask the piccolo shape. I mean, they actually told me that, hey, look, this pen that you want is uh, four threaded. By the way, um, in case anyone's wondering, four threaded was two threaded was single thread just means the number of entry point that the threads uh, that the cap mm -hmm. and the pen can meet. Um, in general, the more threads, the shorter the number of turns you need to cap the pen. Mm -hmm. And uh, the less that one thread requires a little bit more turns, but you will make sure that our work line up every single time. Right. So our pilot one is a single thread. Mm -hmm. um, I think well, my Nakaya... The, 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 uh, the grip and the, uh, the, the body of the pen... Correct. The the cap is a snap on. Yeah, the cap is Just a snap on. Making sure that's clear. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, so the grip and the body is a single thread. So regardless how you screw it back in, it will always center itself. And the, the the screws are metal, so it's not like plastic on metal. So it shouldn't ever like rub. Yeah, down you really or shouldn't. Like um, 
assume you don't handle it like a brute. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it will, it will not wear down. So I, I think overall, this is a really, really nice purchase from both of our end. And I want to reintroduce uh, the fact that it is a it is a snap cap pen, and this there is something really really satisfying about the capping action. I will try to do it here. It's just got that nice click to it. I think I filter it's... out by the algorithm. Uh, we'll save it. I should record. Well, you should have it on my recording when you get it. But it's mm. it sounds so nice and sweet. It, it, it's it's like I don't have another pen that has this satisfying click to it when you snap it in. Yeah, it has like a really confirming finalizing clip or click. Like if you if if you like to fidget with things that give you a little bit of a satisfying like thunk, like this is this is a good pen. <laughs> I'm not sure how how well it handles wear and tear on that department. Though, I, so I. I sure hope it lasts a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So there, there's that for the um, for this pen's uh, short review introduction. Um, Collins's uh, original reaction is lost, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, now that I've been playing around with it for a week, this thing is a fingerprint magnet. Yes, yes, it does. Um, I I I got to a point that I just kind of okay with it it has so much oil on it it doesn't really have much finger point anymore because yeah of so uh yeah and also on top of that um Hyla does has... include a uh, polishing cloth so if it anyone does. that doesn't want the tarnish on there you can polish this out yeah, it actually includes the silver uh, 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 polishing cloth, like specifically designed for this pen and for other silver-based products. So, yeah, they they this they literally included everything that you would need for this pen. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, if you buy this, you get a whole package as a starter or a gift fountain pen. So, I mean, if you know someone that wants to start fountain pen or uh, someone that has a, a very that's a good interest in fountain pen that you know he want to break the pen. This might be a good gift if you also know that he happened to like Pokemon. Yeah, honestly, like, usually when I see, like, you know, collaborations like this, they usually are kind of underwhelming or they kind of suck. Like, there was a compromise that was made just to sell this product with the branding. Right, like the... Um... I think it was a sailor one the sailor one has a lot of collabs with a mm -hmm. lot of anime yeah but most of the collab is just a uh screen printed it, it, it's just a silk screen printed pictures on the pen um yeah. some isn't there's a few isn't like the sailor moon one but the majority of it is just a silk printed pen with some graphic on there and the price is like, ooh, times three, times four for the regular pen. <laughs> or like just, I'm just, like just other random things where like just, it feels like there was a compromise that was made on the product or a compromise that was made in the branding. But in this one scenario, like, I feel like nothing was compromised and everything has been gained in the product. 
yeah, it's like what the they maybe they charge forty fifty dollar more compared to their normal silver, Persian silver line, and that was it. Like pretty much everything else is by the standard. The really nice. okay, let's uh, let's take a look, right? Look, the Pilot Sterling Silver Fountain Pen is five hundred and forty four dollars. Okay. Uh, okay. What about one with the graphic? So they both have a design to them. One is kind of a uh, a, a checkered graph paper like design, which I really don't like. Yeah. Uh, um, and then there's one that's kind of like a silver wood textured design, mm. which is okay. That's fine. What about the other Chinkai, which is similar to uh, the Pokemon one? Like actually, like animal design, how much it does that cost? I only see these two for silver pens. Oh, at least on Goulet pens. I'm just looking on Goulet pens. Um, they sold out. I thought Goulet pen had more of the silver starting. Mm, that's the only two that I see at the moment. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I'm I'm guessing these also come. Yeah, they have to the same design, right? Like. Yeah, it is the uh, similar design, but uh, huh. Yeah, so this is not their tip. The one on Gulet is not the one I had in mind. Um, there we go, Silver Koshi, which is, um, no, this is also on Gulet pen. Ah, uh, man. Let me see. Uh, I think Silver Pilot Panda. There was a Panda one, if I recall. Oh, okay. I found a, I found one. Um, it's got a dragon on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is that? This one's four seventy eight on Pen Boutique, and I found a pen on one for four seventy eight as well on the uh, Nipsmith. But uh, the original pricing was six hundred when they first came out. Interesting. So I so think I have a feeling this is like. It's on sale universal, it looks like, from most websites, and they no longer carry this um, Goulet. So I wonder if it is because Pilot is facing these out because this is a universal sale price from the looks of it. It's also the same price on the nips.com. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, okay, so maybe the Pokemon one does have a uh, premium of $150 extra. Yeah. Overall, compared to the current price, not the brand new price, right? And compared to the uh, MSRP, you have a fifty dollar extra, right? Yeah. So, um, so so basically, what 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 this comes down to is that the Pilot Sterling Silver pens are great pens. Yes. Um, if if you like Sterling Silver, and if you like any of their animal images. I would go ahead and get it <laughs> because yeah. honestly, this is a this okay. This pen is a little bit heavier than the other pens I own. It feels uh, expensive, Frank. It feels expensive. Ah, uh, yes, to to <laughs> to a very large group. Um, this does feel expensive. I believe. Okay, you know what? Give me a second. I think I wrote it down in what in my pack. Give me like 20, 15 seconds. Give you fifteen seconds. All right. But let's see. Yeah, I 
it's weird how i bought this pokemon pen and okay there we go i found I was, it I was, I was i was talking about how like I, it's weird how i bought this pokemon pen and i actually had a little bit of buyer's remorse when i initially placed the order but then now that i got it it's like fantastic and i love it yeah like this is a completely on unexpected purchases for me <laughs> so at the <laughs> right. beginning i was really petty on it too to be honest because it's a sudden it's a sudden 600 dollars spending that i was not accounted for and uh, right and typically like for a fountain pen that is expensive like that, that is, is quite that expensive. is very expensive <laughs> it's just that uh, i missed the original um lami pikachu one mm-hmm. yeah but this for... one this this blows that one out of the water at this point some people like the uh, the other one because it is more anime like i would say sure but, like in terms of being classic i i think this one more wins hands down and also is metal so it probably right. won't degrade compared to the yellow version and because yellow is really one of the easiest color to degrade mm-hmm. over time so in maybe like 20 30 years um this will definitely last longer and looks better just who knows? Maybe maybe our pens will go <laughs> up on a, like a antiques roadshow in like 2070, and they'll be yeah, worth a lot. We'll see, right? We'll see. Okay, so yeah, I I found the uh, the official weight basically a mm-hmm. uh, Nakaya pen without the without the roll stopper or clip is 20 gram for the whole pen. Okay. Uh, Minimalistica from a bulk filler uh, Conid, it is 26 gram. Mm-hmm. A pilot A23, it is 29 gram. Mm-hmm. And a pilot, and this sterling silver is 34 gram. Yep. So if you take a look at between this and the Nakaya, it is like 50% more heft to it. Actually, no, not even 50, it's 70% more heft to it. But, it, but again, it, a lot of people equate weight to you know, quality, quality and yeah. price. So, you, you know, this feels, it's you weight and Yeah, if you want silver. a witty pen, there we go. Here, Here's a good pen for you. And it's not like a $10 Jinhao. <laughs> the $10 Jinhao has a, uh, they have a uh, screw in the back of a pen to just to weigh it down a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next topic, which is also rated pilot. Um, oh. this is regard to the pilot recall of the Vanishing Point SL line. Oh, the 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 um the slow, the slow uh, the slow retracting pilot cap capless pen. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released maybe a year ago or two years ago. Uh, I remember I, we I, we talked about this on a. Like like a season one episode. Yeah, season one episode. I, I, it's been a while, and honestly, like with COVID, time kind of just all meshed together. Um, did we did we start this show before or after COVID? We started this right as COVID starts. Ah, uh, during the very first month of lockdown. I oh wow. <laughs> How? Very first month with you, I think. Yeah, because I I remember it was me putting together the uh, audio system. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's make a let's make a podcast. 
All right. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, some positive things can come out of some negative things, right? So, yeah. So, there's uh, the SL was out for a year, a year and a half, mm-hmm. and now they recall the thing due to the fact that there is a uh, chances of rust inside their mechanism, which prevents the pen from retracting successfully, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, to our understanding and to most people's understanding, this is one of the very first few times that a fountain pen company ever does a recall on their pen. Yeah. I mean, typically you think of a recall, or at least when I think of a recall, I typically think of Toyota or Lexus recalling their vehicles because of some safety feature. Some life right? safety feature that has issues. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's interesting to think of a recall. Um, well, actually, there's some recalls because, oh, no, our manufacturer somehow put lead in the paint or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, but in, in this sense, this recall has nothing to do with safety, but more so about the longevity and operation of the pen in general. Yeah. In gen- basically, is a... Uh... It's a quality recall. It's a quality control recall. And surprisingly mm-hmm. is, um, I don't think there's too many reports of this pen failing. Mm. In fact, I don't think I've seen one reported on uh, most of the uh, forms until Pilot Official announced it. So basically, they, they, they did this proactively versus reactively like uh, uh, Platinum Kiridas did. What was that? The uh, Platinum Kiridas has a lot of issues with uh, the nib, the, mm-hmm. uh, the nib and the, the nib feed. It cracks after a while. Mm. The feed cracking. Um, for some people, it's still functional even if it cracks, but it is definitely an aesthetic issue. But for some right. others, like the, the, it literally made the ink flow un- uncontrollable. So, um, that, and there's also issue with plastic cracking as well. Um, but for all those issues, Platinum never really never step out and did recall. They they also didn't really do any announcement beforehand or during did the they, issue. Did they do any kind of like warranty fixes or, they or anything did like that? Eventually announce a warranty repair. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. after shit kinda hit the fan, to be honest. <laughs> And and this is another reason why, like what I said about the the Pokemon pen, right? Like, Pilot has really come out to me and as like a okay, you guys are really good. Like you guys are really standing behind your products and you're really like building a quality brand out of what you have. Right. I mean, um, this is a funny thing. Pilot is a. They are very, very, very large ink mm-hmm. company. Yeah. They are officially not a pen company. They are an ink <laughs> company. Okay? Right. Fountain pen profit is... Their, their fountain pen profit margin is probably a drop in the bucket of their main corporation income. Which is, which is like selling like those gel pens to offices around the world, right? Correct. Those G2 uh, like, pens. G2 probably the best seller to be 
to be fair. It's probably the bestseller. Um, so overall, I think their fountain pen lineup, it is more or less their self-identified identity and their passion project. Mm-hmm. So it is something that I think Pilot is going to have a very tight quality control on because it is not a project they do for keeping their business alive. It is something that they choose to do because they want to do it. Right. So I think um, this also reflects um, their fast recalls and uh, the general QCs on their product, on their fountain pens at least, because... um, as, as long as they're, they're not losing money or as long as they're not losing too much money, I think keeping a high quality, it is more important to them than the, having a profit margin, which in, uh, regretfully, Platinum is mainly a founding <laughs> company. So mm. they may have to have the profit margin be kept in check and it might prevent them from doing like a Kiridas recall. They may have known, but they also known that it will bankrupt them if they did the recall. Which is a shame. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is unfortunate, but that's um, eventually how business goes. I, I I would be really curious to find out like how much of Pilot is just based in the selling of like these gel ballpoint pens. Like I, I I would be very interested in seeing what the percentages actually are. I mean, we can look it up. If, if uh, I'll see, I can look it up sometime. I mean, it, is it a public traded company? Yeah, it should be right. Is what's the, <laughs> if I wanted to buy pilot pen stock, where would I buy that? <laughs> like what, what is their stock ticker? Let's Oh, like oh, okay. I guess they, I guess they do have a. What is this? Pilot Corporation. Uh, you sure they have a stock? Oh, uh, it's in the Japanese stock. Mm. Pilot Corporation, yeah, Japanese stock market. Wow, actually, look look at their pilot company description on the. Uh... Let's see. Japanese pen manufacturer based in Tokyo, Japan. Writing instruments, stationery, and jewelry. What? What they do? Jewelries? I'm just reading what it says on Wikipedia. Wikipedia says it produces uh, writing instruments, stationery, and jewelry. Interesting. What, uh... (laughs) What jewelry do they produce? Oh, wow, they do do jewelry. I'm looking at it right now. Wait, uh, okay. I mean, uh... Let me see, let me see, let me see. I don't know if I'm looking this up properly. Pilot. Here, I found the website. Okay. Oh man, they do do jewelry. Actually, <laughs> did you uh, add it to? Let me add it to the actual. Oh, there podcast. we go. I, I see it. I see it. 
Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> like official, official jewelry, man. I don't know how I think how to think about this. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, I guess so because if you have the ability to make super high quality multi thousand dollar Namiki pens and sterling silver, you know, super expensive luxury pens, you know, making a ring isn't that hard, right? And they are—I mean, we already know they ha manufacture; they use gold, right? Gold nibs. So yeah, gold, platinum, whatever. Yeah, like if you have the skill to make rings, you also have the skill to make nibs and repair nibs. Uh, I guess so. I mean, you know, honestly, their designs aren't bad. I—I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like this would totally be like some of these designs. Like my my wife would probably be like, yeah, that's not bad. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Well. Shoot. <laughs> oh, wow. They have a fountain pen that pairs with it. Oh, wow. I'm not surprised, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not know this, but hey, you learn something new every day, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah, wow. This is a pretty large selection of rings, to be honest. I think PTA... Oh. Two did is their uh, men style ones, and you have one with more jewels on there. Yeah, they have a surprising number of designs. Like, so clearly this is a, this is not a minuscule part of the company. It's not. It surprisingly, it's not. <laughs> I have no idea what Pilot does now anymore. Okay, so okay, whenever travel happens again whenever i can go to japan again i am going to try to find a pilot jewelry store all right let me know let me know when you see it <laughs> <laughs> i, I want to see <laughs> that's so interesting but yeah huh? well there we go so maybe that's uh maybe that's where their uh, quality control on the nibs comes from they, they i mean they need to cater to they they know they have two basic audiences, right? They have the everyday businessman who's just going to use these pens for whatever, and then you have high end luxury market, and you can't piss these people off because you know they know that if you piss off the the vanishing point SL people, like like their their image is destroyed, right? Pilot needs to be reliable. I'm not even sure pissing off the right word. I would say more like disappointed because it is not even a wide reported issue. Right, but they want to be ahead of that at, at every step, right? Like, Yeah, they want to be ahead of it so you don't get any negative press about it. So I think the recall is a very right choice that they have done. Um, is, is, it, is it appropriate to call Pilot the Toyota of the pen world and maybe Platinum is like Honda? Uh, no, I don't think Plan is Honda. Plan is more like Subaru, I would say. Mm. If if you want the script, if you want a uh, because Toyota, I would say, in some sense, Pilot is less innovative in terms of new line Pilot lines. Mm. There, there's occasionally they have some very special stuff coming out, but they are a much more traditional company. Yeah. 
but uh, like you have Subaru, which is like Subaru cars are highly customizable as well. So I think, uh, but they do have a little bit less power lines, and sometimes they are a little bit rougher around the edges in terms of maintenance and the quality control issues. Mm-hmm. So I think Plan is more like a Subaru of Japanese cars. So Japanese who's Honda? Pans. So who's Honda? Sailor. <laughs> Sailor. Sailor. No, 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 no. Sailor caters to a very niche audience. I don't know if Sailor is necessarily um, Honda. Then what the heck is Honda? I don't think there's a Honda to be honest with you. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't think there's a Honda. I don't think there's something. Because the Honda three... is pretty much comparable, right? <laughs> um, I don't think there's well, any. I mean, there's only th- the main pilot. three Japanese pen manufacturers, right? right. There's Sailor, Platinum, and uh, Pilot. The, and they're uh, each I mean, individually I'm... unique. So right. I don't. I actually. I, I mean, I'm. There's, I'm sure there's like micro brand Japanese pen manufacturers. Yeah, of course. At least... There's all those uh, boutique ones. like ping a message. Um, Itoya. Like all the ones that. Uh, that's sometimes collab with Sailor, actually. In fact, <laughs> of course, <laughs> not of course they would. Um, I, I guess that's why I I've, I've had such a big turnoff of of collaboration pens because it's usually Sailor and Sailor's always just like, oh, let me just change two colors and a different laser nib, like right, uh, like a nib with different laser engraving, and yeah, yeah that's a special collab. So. Sometimes special, uh, sometimes special color, like uh, like change material, very rarely, but sometimes they do. And uh, if they're happy, they'll throw you a uh, specialized finial. I think that's pretty much to the uh, extent of the pilot collapse. I'm Not just glad that Pokemon collapse. Di- I'm just glad Pokemon didn't collab with Sailor for this. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, if they did, it's just going to be a yellow pen, a, a yellow red pen. and brown pen. Yeah. And a green pen, right? Like that's that's it. Yeah, like that's yeah. gonna be it. Yeah, they did that with the Ultraman collab. Ah, oh, jeez. They did the Ultraman collab. So it's not they haven't done it before. They definitely did. Yeah, but yeah, going back to the Vanishing Point SL recall, like totally makes sense to me. Like I applaud Pilot for staying ahead of the game. Yeah, so it's a is 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 a very good PR stunt in a sense. Um, Compared to our next topic, Kawako. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I guess some people try to defend them, but I'll be completely honest. I think Kawako screw up big so, time on this one. So, so give us a rundown of what happened between or what so, what the thing is with Kawako. Yeah, so Kawiko basically what happens is that uh, you know, like Moon Man, um, Jing Hao, uh, especially Jing Hao has a uh past issues, even current issues, um cur- copying the design of some other fountain pen. Mm-hmm. Um you have pen BBS that is um a little bit more they they pen BBS does try to innovate themselves in terms of some of their recent pens. So yeah. I think they're kind of stripping away from it because after all, pen BBS is like an enthusiast created project. I really mm. like pen BBS's stuff. Like yeah, high quality yeah. pens. So um by the way, do you know that pen BBS is doing a Nakinata or the they call it um 
Taoshiao, um, maybe kata. I'm not sure. I, I won't call katakana writing because the it's not it's it's meant for literally Chinese letter writing. Um, mm-hmm. um, basically, Nakinada Toki pen that is architectural. They were architect, right? Only oh. Nakinada grind. And can you send me uh, a link later? There. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's only available on Taobao. Huh. Not for anyone else. Uh, they also don't sell it. I was it. looking on Etsy for some reason. Yeah, yeah, the Etsy store doesn't sell it. Hmm. It's only still through Taobao for the time being. I have no idea why, but Taobao only. Okay. Which kind of wired my gear a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, it's probably easier for them to do that. But back to topic. Um, Moon Man and... Uh, Jinghao has um, there. There's some project that is questionable, uh, questionably similar, especially on Jinghao side. Um, yeah. So Kaweco, it is Kaweco being a development company that is produced locally. They so their price, of course, cannot beat uh, some of the Chinese manufacturing prices. Or I think they're manufactured in Germany, right? They're a German yes, pen manufacturer. It is made in German. So of course that brought up their pen price a little bit higher than the um, Chinese ones, and yeah. uh, they're not particularly happy with some of the pen designs um, getting copied, <laughs> or so they think, um, or similar to the other brands. I think uh, with the Kaweco, they especially not with Kaweco especially have issues with the movement T one. And in their defense, in their company letter, they're saying that they have sent and tried to contact, uh, in this case, Moomin, multiple times without response, without uh, without any kinds of official responses. And uh, when they did in co- get in contact with Moomin, um, they felt that the effort was not sincere. So in the mm-hmm. end, they decided to register the movement trademark in Europe. Oh, wow. Okay. Which, in all honesty, uh, I think per trademark, uh, law-wise, that's actually illegal. You cannot register someone else's trademark while it's being used by other people, by by Mm -hmm. one particular uh, entity, even though it didn't register um mm-hmm. and on top of that um they are claiming is that the the, the movement t1 copied their design um which is fine um some people does come there into of their their defense saying that it you know what it does it the cap does has a uh faceted cap along with a uh, rounded barrel it does okay. So the cap, in my opinion, does look a lot like their, um, their all sport cap pens. Like yes. there, it's 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 pretty darn similar. It it has similarities. I would say it has similarities. Okay, so except here's the issue though. You cannot have a intellectual property registration. Um, shapes 
most of the time. You, 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 that's correct. You cannot do that. Yeah, general <laughs> shapes, you cannot do that. Because, like, no one's going to, you know, start doing copyright infringement on the classic black cigar-shaped pen, right? Like, no one has claim to that. Correct. Like, I don't even know who the hell made the first one, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> at this point, this is such a long time ago. Um, singles to, like, the classic barrel shape, just one circular pen, and uh, you just have a pen inside, like, it singles to pencils. I mean, a hexagonal shape is a very is a very logical shape to hold for a pencil, because mm-hmm. it prevents you from rolling. Yep. And while still relatively comfortable in your hands, like no one can as, register for those pens. As far as I know, the only things you can do things like copyright on are like characters, uh, 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 the names of things, emblems, uh, or like a very emblems. specially designed shape. But not something or, generic, or like techno, or like something that's technology based, right? Yeah, like... technology, even ideas, but it has to be something unique. Um, so here's the problem: that the biggest you should have with Koeko is the fact that they know this because <laughs> they failed, they failed their IP registration with this. Oh, okay. So they didn't, or they weren't able to do it. They weren't able to do it. Some people dug up their IP uh, application with their uh, sports pen shape it was rejected by european uh, intellectual property law mm. so they mm. know this and they still pulled off the the uh, for lack of better words uh, uh, I, I, uh yeah so that's a big issue i have with koiko on this on this front um, yeah you know honestly like their their pens are quite good right like i have one of their um all sport pens and i've always wanted to get one of their like small lilliput pens mm-hmm. um but yeah this this copyright things really soured me on on them as a company yeah, and also, just in case you didn't know, the current Koeko is not even the original Koeko. They bought the trademark. Oh. Uh, it's not the same owner or the same company. Oh. Yeah, they continue the name, but it's it's like a different set of people that actually owns it. Um, on top of that, I think I sent you a link on, on the bottom. Someone, f- someone found the Aura Novum. From 1930s. <laughs> so if you're going to have an issue with the faceted cap design along with the, the rounded barrel, design, yeah. that was the Aura, which is the same company from almost 100 years. How, how old is Aura? Well, I don't know, but 19, you know, honestly, 1930s is almost 100 years ago. Yes, they they would probably hold the right to that shape if they really want to do it. 1919, so they are over a hundred years. I mean, th- this faceted design is—it's basically just taking the standard pencil shape and just bringing it up to the pen shape, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's it's just an ideological shape you want to stop the pen from rolling if you don't have a clip. It's that simple. And and it's not like Koeko doesn't know this because they have. 
like mechanical pencils that have that same design aesthetic and they just brought it over to the pen right it's it's not anything like super super like iconically special to them yeah correct so uh, uh yeah like this whole thing kind of uh my opinion of Kaweka went down a little bit <laughs> quite a bit i should not a little bit quite a bit uh, not a little bit yeah yeah it, which is disappointing because again like i i have one pen from them and it is a nice writer like um but it's a shame i yeah, it, so. At least for the time being, I don't know if I'll support or for the, for getting for the anything foreseeable from them. future. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna probably get, get something from it anymore. So, yeah, maybe we should get it. Maybe I should get a Moon Man <laughs> <laughs> just to just all the spike. Oh, just out of spite, official, it's official. What Mahjong now? Yeah, they yeah. have. A, you said you, there were two different names for them, but yeah, there's two different names. One's a Mahjong, one's another one. Amazon, I can't remember the name. Yeah. And uh, oh, I hopefully we can rep- we can publish this one in time because it is on sale. The uh, Hobonichi notebooks. Yes, the new Hobonichi notebook season is upon us. Well, not upon us. It has started, mm-hmm. and you can now order most of their. I think the Mother's series. And in case anyone wondering, the Hobonichi Techno Notebook for 2021 still uses the World Tomoe paper. Apparently bought enough to produce everything necessary for this year. Mm. Next year's not guaranteed. Yeah, uh, this, of course. This year we're covered. Oh, they have a... Hmm. I'm seeing less... I, I so I know we, we recorded this section last time too. I see less notebook covers for sale. I think oh, they or removed, is it because I think they removed some of them. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to click the different days to see what's correct on sale. Correct. You can see view all and you will see everything. Oh, yes. Of course, I should have done that. Ah. Oh yeah, there's the Inuyasha version, by the way. October oh, that's first. New. I didn't. I didn't remember seeing this last time. What the heck? Yeah, there's the Inuyasha one. I somehow didn't Inu- see it last time. Inuyasha. I haven't heard of that in a while. Well, because season two came out. Not season two. Story number two is this, mm. the the story of their daughters. I see. Yeah. So, yep. So, if anyone interested. Bonichi Notebook, the the newest version just came out, and uh, hopefully I can publish this soon enough for us to uh to give you guys a fair warning about this. Even though I'm pretty yeah. sure some of you already know. Um. All right. So, what's our next topic? I mean. I want to talk about this. <laughs> uh, All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so this came up on my, it's just kind of my like my email list of pens, you know, and I saved this a couple times now um, to finally talk about this. Uh, the Visconti Homo sapien comes in a blue color. Yes. Blue color, my weakness. Uh. <laughs> it is seven hundred and sixteen dollars. 
My wallet but Frank, still it's have, blue. My wallet still has not recovered from Pikachu. Okay, so it has to wait. I hope this is not limited edition, which doesn't seem like it's limited edition. It does, yeah, it certainly so, doesn't seem like it's a limited edition. I think I if, can wait on this. Uh, people new to the podcast, if you didn't know, Frank has a very deep weak spot for the color blue, especially like this, like this nice cobaltish blue that yeah, this nice, pen is. Deep blue. Um, it, it, it's like any anything that Frank buys, if it comes in this blue, he will get it in this blue. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it's pretty fair pretty fair assessment i would say i mean the fact that you were planning on making your own blue stuff so that you could start painting and coloring things with blue yes um, yes the fact that like i know that we've talked about the visconti homo sapiens for years now um that it's you know a cool lava rock you know pen but now that it comes in your like your favorite blue it's like you know, you have to hear about this. Yes, yes. And uh, let's let's go over this pen a little bit, okay? So this is Visconti's newest line of Homo sapien. Um, mm -hmm. What is interesting about this is, first of all, this is color, right? Second of all, this actually gets rid of a lot of people's issue with the Homo sapien lines. Mm -hmm. um, mainly, first of all, the uh, their threading the threads on the original homo sapien it is a hook and pull settings yep so, so you only turn like one eighth of a turn basically and then you can unhook it uh, and unturn it which is cool but mm -hmm. a lot of people have issues with it because that thread feels rough mm. um to some people uh, some a lot of people doesn't care but uh, to some people it feels rough this version, we have it all magnetic. Yeah. So there's no thread. If there's no thread, arrow is one clean, smooth run. I wonder if that makes, makes it so that the pen dries out faster then, because maybe it doesn't seal properly? Well, I think if you just have enough, if you have good tolerances, you won't have that issue. But, but I mean, uh, I mean, uh, uh, sure, of course, but like, the it is a lava rock pen right lava rock is known for being porous as well yeah yeah and it does it does get stained well they <laughs> they call anti-stain treatment so maybe that treatment will make it actually less 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 evaporative well i mean if you're only going to use blue ink in your blue pen you know Maybe I'm, okay. Most like I think there's probably something in the cap that prevents it from evaporating ink too fast, right? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, I'm not but, saying that that's necessarily going to be an issue, but I, it's just more like I'd be curious to see how they solve that problem with yeah. just a magnetic closing system. Yeah, and I, I need to look up some reviews or maybe hold it in person. Mm, not this <laughs> yeah, year. Go, oh, Frank, man. go hold it in person. Go hold it in person, Frank. Yeah, like, you should yeah, go find you. one. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe next year's pen show. April. <laughs> next year's April pen show, maybe. Um, yeah. This also solved the issue with their drink touch nib. Basically, their the their Palladian drink touch nib. It is nice. It is also really bouncy and soft. But people mm -hmm. have quality control issues with it. Mm. And uh, this looks completely different. The nib, the stamping. Uh, 
but supposedly uh, this is uh, easier for them to tune out of the factory, so there will be a little bit less issues. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see how it is. And hopefully uh, we can have a Philippine show sometime soon to see in person. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Next year, April. We we have got like how many more months to wait? Eight months? Eight months? You know, months. lots of things can change in eight months, right? A lot of well, things can change in two months. Yeah, hopefully things change for the better. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Okay. Yeah. So, with this being said, next topic would be the Theatramentus Inc. Yeah. Um... So you sent me a link to this video um, in that's in German. Um, it's it's kind of like a like a mini documentary video, uh, but basically, this Diatramentus Inc is just made by a father son company out in Germany. Like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> the entire video you have a uh, you have the owner talking in very calm German. Just, just, I have no idea what he said, to be completely honest with you guys, because I do not speak German. There's no subtitle. Um, but it is interesting just to see in the video how he operates and uh, the entire operation of the Atramentis. It is literally a wall of ink <laughs> in his workshop, as simple as and as. Um, it's very, it, it, it feels. Because Diatramentus, to me, has always been spoke of a very high quality, like this is document, document worthy ink, right? Yeah, it's always like, I think they're one of the largest trademark is they're like a document grade ink. And uh, it, at the same time, it is a ink that almost I haven't heard anyone really complain about. Right. Like their quality, their quality control is good. Their, you know, it's a very stable ink that yeah. for for anything that you need. But yeah, you watch this video and it's just some dude with like a hundred plastic, you know, water bottles filled with ink that he's mixing up in his like garage, basically. Yeah, um, it feels <laughs> it, it's very interesting and it's a complete opposite of what you thought his operation would look like because. He literally has like plastic water bottles, bottles and like hundreds of bottles of ink on the shelf. I think everyone should probably see the visit this video as a link afterwards. Um, mm -hmm. Like hundreds of bottles in his wall shelf that is different labels. That of course means nothing to us, but probably a lot to him. Um, and it shows like a very brief moment of him mixing the ink. Well. And I'm not even sure mixing is the right word. He he basically cooks it, filters it, and just pours it. Yeah, it it you know, it feels more like this is like what noodle, the the guy who makes noodlers ink does, right? Right, because like when noodlers, um, Nathan, he is very um, to some point, he's actually very proud of the fact that he is completely handmade. And they do always mm -hmm. claim that uh, there's variation in the ink. Right. Um, because, of course, it's handmade. Um, but Diatramentus, like, they, 
I, I'm not sure if I'm actually pronouncing that name properly, but if someone wants to correct me, but like they, they come off in how they're sold and how they're recommended. They come across as like a major, like, you know, a major ink making company um, that's been doing this for years, but it, it, they ha it's just some dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep and um, i mean look their their label literally said uh, let me let me let me read the label really quick like as i get back into fountain pen uh, hobby i always kind of think that they are like a, just a very old traditional brand okay so mm -hmm. on their ink bottle it says exclusively handmade for fountain pen yep uh, I don't see what you. I thought that was just more like label. Yeah, it's a, it, you think that's like uh, a corporate speak for like, oh, someone with their hand has touched it at some point during the manufacturing process, right? Right, right. Because like all the reviews are, are saying like they none of them has ever mentioned the inconsistency of their ink color, right? Right. Yeah, and then and then you look at. <laughs> And then you look at the uh, video. Obviously, it's made in very tiny batch. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure how he is able to get it so consistently the same to the point that it was never really an issue. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it just goes to show you that like sometimes you really can be that precise and and do it like that. Um, to, I mean, after watching this video and like talking about it, like I, I don't have any ink from them, but I kind of want to get some now. They do have, um, surprisingly they have shimmer ink now. They have, mm. uh, <laughs> they, they do have quite a bit of different kind of ink now, actually. They have pearlescence ink. They have, uh, they have ink that is saturated enough to show a little bit of sheening as well. They have mm. white ink, but I don't think most people will actually use that. Um, they have a few document ink, which is pigment based, something that I might have try, I might want to try, uh, just for, um, testing purposes. Yeah. Person. I, I, I like having, or I like to use like archival ink. So that might be the route I go with. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the, they are tremendous ink. They they do have quite a bit of lineup now. Actually, I'm looking at Google right now. There is sixty three different kinds of bottled Oof. ink. I mean, maybe it's different. No, no, there are different inks. I was gonna say maybe they are different uh, ink bottle size, but no, they are all individually different color ink. Oh, they have a bright yellow one. Oh God, that looks that hurts my eyes <laughs> a little bit actually. Oh wow, it's document ink. Because yeah. like the oh, uh, pilot and, story and, uh, is uh it's like it's like pastel. Uh, this one is like bright yellow. Mm -hmm. I mean, let me link it to you. I'm sure you have the. Here we go. Oh, wrong episode. Uh, let me see. Episode thirteen, the very end of episode thirteen. Uh, I see it. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> right here's my eyes a little bit open up it's it's weird because i mean you're you're just looking at your own monitor right like it's weird that that would cause you to like jolt back a little bit but yeah it's very bright it's very bright and very yellow i kind of want to try it <laughs> i honestly kind of want to try it now mm. uh, i'm i'm good but 
I mean, they have some other inks. Like I saw like a purple one that I kind of liked. They have scented um, ink, by the way. Oh wow! Blueberry, blackberry scented ink, uh, lilac scented ink. <laughs> oh, so yeah, like that, also... oh, is that a scented ink? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I want to try this. Shoot, yeah, maybe I'll get that. I want to. Tr- maybe the li- the purple lilac scented ink. That sounds fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, so there's those. Uh, there's a, I think there's a rose scented ink as well. And a velvet. Uh, no, that's just a pearlescence. Yeah. So, hey, um, I think I'm gonna give the Atramentis a try. And yeah, most same. Likely the yellow one. <laughs> <laughs> With many colors and unique properties. I mean, that's that's the that's the thing, right? Like when you when you see how when a product is made, it and and it's done in a way that's like kind of cool like it, it makes you want to try the product right uh, i mean like i think over mo- overall most of these advertise uh, like a uh, um i want to advertisement uh, interviews a lot of it is to help to promote your own brand and this one definitely did the job promoting the brand <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it also makes sense now that the, the bottle is the way it is because it is something that they can just buy a massive bulk and apply an individual label and that was it. Right. And it's just like the sun putting the label on, right? <laughs> Pretty much. I think that guy is, if, if my own family or a family I know in education, that his son is just the one doing all the uh, online marketing and uh, shipping and handling. Which is yeah. how it looks like. Yeah, so, hey, the uh, the Atramentis ink. Um, I would say, give it a shot. Give, it it yeah. looks looks good, to be honest. If next time you decide to order anything, let me know. I might pull in a couple of things in. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. I don't think any. I don't think the Sunglass ink is going anytime soon, so I might just do one <laughs> big batch order. All right. Yeah. And that's pretty much oh at the end of the episode. Just curious, have you done anything, any any recent development for your pen and uh, notebook setup? Anything? Huh? No, I haven't. Like my, I think my pen and journaling routine is pretty stable at the moment. Um, unless of course I add a new pen or a new ink, like it's. I, like I have my routine set up pretty well. Otherwise, okay. Yeah, I, I now have overhead lights. I have ceiling lights now, so like my desk writing is 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 like it's it's great. Oh yeah, yeah. Having a good light source is definitely a lot better than the in in, in shadowy in shadow yeah. situations. Really, um, for me, it's something I need to share. Is I finally got to the bottom of my. I think I have two pages left of my three pack of um, Clear Fontaine notepad that I bought oh, wow. a couple of years ago. Yeah, wow. so I was really surprised. I ran out. I was like, oh, I guess I, <laughs> I used all of them. So, time to try different notepads after this. Well, we'll see what I get. Um, currently, is an Amazon is a backup. Uh, I also have the. Um, Midori notepad and I bought I like those a lot I bought the Tomoe paper 52 gram notepad as well Mm -hmm. and uh, I think maybe I'll try the Japanese life or alpaca brand 
but I'll let you know. Hmm. I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. Let me know what you... I mean, you you have a couple different notebooks to go through, right? So let me know which one you pick. Um, Because I'm actually winding down on my Hippo Noto. Like, maybe another half year or so, I might be done with it. Okay. So Oh, so you are going through it pretty fast, too, but I think that thing is, what, 340 pages? Yeah. Actually, actually, no, I'm only halfway through. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, so maybe another year. Yeah, another year and a half. But like year and a half? Oh, okay. It's like, okay, so when was the first one? When was this? Uh, 2019. Q2 2019. So yeah. Okay, yeah, a year and a half. A year and a half. All right, then. <laughs> so it takes a while. But I will say, the Hippo Noto has some... I, I don't want to go into a full review about the Hippo Noto, but I there's I have some problems with it. So, yeah, I think it was the very first production. I had I had to send her some feedback on the, the production mm. issues, but yeah, um, we can talk about the Hippo Noto next time. Yeah. So well, um, I think that's it for the episode for today. Um, hopefully, version two. Hopefully, <laughs> version two will work out. I, 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 I gotta hit the uh, stop recording button soon, but hopefully, it works out. And, All right, uh, I'll try to publish as fast as possible as well. Let's, so let's hope this goes out. <laughs> yep. I will see you next time, Collins, and hopefully, this works. Oh man, please, please works. Yes. All right. See you, man. All right. Talk to you next time.